Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. Today we have a great question from one of our listeners, and the question is this, what are the grace, mercy, and patience of God? Great question, great question. God's mercy, patience, and grace may be seen as three separate attributes or as specific attributes of God's goodness. The definitions given here show these attributes as as special examples of the goodness of God when it's used for the benefit of specific classes of people. You see, God's mercy means God's goodness towards those in misery and distress. God's grace means God's goodness towards those who deserve only punishment. God's grace means God's goodness and withholding of punishment towards those who sin over a period of time. These three attributes of God's nature are often mentioned together, especially in the Old Testament. When God declared his name to Moses, he proclaimed in Exodus 34, 6, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. David says in Psalm 103, 8, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Because these characteristics of God are often mentioned together, it may seem difficult to distinguish among them. And yet, the characteristic of mercy is often emphasized where where people are in misery or distress. David says in in 2 Samuel 24, 14, I am in great distress. Let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is great. The, The two blind men who wish Jesus to see their plight and heal them cry in Matthew 9, 27, Have mercy on us, son of David. And so when Paul speaks of the fact that God comforts us in our affliction, he calls God the Father of mercies and God of all comfort in 2 Corinthians 1.3. In time of need, we draw near to God's throne so that we might receive mercy and grace. We are to imitate God's mercy in our conduct towards others. Uh, Jesus says in Matthew 5.7, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. With respect to the attribute of grace, we find that Scripture emphasizes that that God's grace or his favor towards those who deserve no favor but only punishment is never obligated but is always freely given on God's part. Exodus 33.19 quoted in Romans 9.15 says, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will show mercy on those whom I will show mercy. And yet God is regularly gracious towards his people. In fact, Psalms 119.132 says, Turn to me and be gracious to me after thy manner with all those who love thy name. In fact, Peter can call God the God of all grace in 1 Peter 5.10. Grace, as God's goodness, especially shown to those who do not deserve it, is seen frequently throughout Paul's writings. He emphasizes that salvation by grace is the opposite of salvation by human effort, for grace is freely given. Romans 3.23-24 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. The distinction between grace and a salvation earned by by works that that merit a reward is also seen in Romans 11.16, which says this, But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. You see, grace is God's favor freely given to those who do not deserve his favor. And Paul also sees that that grace is unmerited. And so then there's only one human attribute appropriate as an instrument for receiving such grace, faith. Romans 4.16 says, 
That is why it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to all the adherents of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. See, faith is the one human attribute that is opposite of depending on oneself, for it involves trust in or dependence upon another. And thus it's devoid of self-reliance or attempts to gain righteousness by human effort. If God's favor is to come to us apart from our own merit, then it must come when we depend not on our own merit, but on the merits of another. That is precisely when we have faith. In the New Testament, and especially in Paul's letters, not only the forgiveness of sins, but also the entire living of the Christian life can be seen to result from God's continuous bestowal of grace. And therefore, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15.10, By the grace of God, I am what I am. Luke speaks of Antioch as a place where Paul and Barnabas have been uh, commended to the grace of God for the work which they fulfilled, Acts 14.26, indicating that the church there, in sending out Paul and Barnabas, saw the success of their ministry in the church there as dependent upon God's continuing grace. And furthermore, the blessing of grace upon Paul's readers is a most frequent blessing in his letters. You see, God's patience similarly was mentioned in some of the verses cited in, in connection with the mercy of God. The Old Testament frequently speaks of God as slow to anger. For example, in Exodus 34, 6, Numbers 14, 18, uh, Psalms 86, 1, Psalm 103, 8, uh, Psalm 145, 8, Jonah 4, 2, Nahum uh, 1, 3. In the New Testament, Paul speaks about God's kindness and his forbearance and patience. In Romans 2, 4, and he says that Jesus Christ displays his perfect patience towards Paul himself as an example for others in 1 Timothy 1.16, Romans 9.22, and uh, Peter also says it in 1 Peter 3.20. We are also to imitate God's patience and to be slow to anger, uh, James 1.19 says. We're to be patient in suffering as Christ was, 1 Peter 3.20 says. We are to lead a life with patience, Ephesians 4.2, and patience is listed among the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. As with most of the attributes of God that were to imitate in our lives, patience requires a moment-by-moment trust in God to fulfill his promises and his purposes in our lives at his chosen moment. Our confidence that the Lord will soon fulfill his, his purposes for our good and his glory will enable us to be patient. Uh, James makes this uh, connection when he says in James 5.8, You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord is Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.